Hello and welcome to the FinGen Show. My name is Faris Alami, I'm your host. And this episode is brought to you by International Strategic Management. We do entrepreneurship and small business development in underserved or underrepresented communities. And also brought to you by Connecting Dots, Youth Entrepreneurship with STEM and Global. Well, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. It seems like uh, you're doing some cool things all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think so. Yeah, thank you. So maybe, well, you could just tell our audiences who is well and what do you do? Sure. I have a, a launch marketing company, Russell Marketing, and we help clients, help brands launch products or apps or events. Essentially, we have uh, what we call our five-step marketing launch system, and we implement that on behalf of, of lots of small businesses, mostly uh, small businesses who are just getting underway, just entering the market and looking for some go-to-market help, uh, but also sometimes existing companies that are just looking to, to launch and release new products. So this is the most the space I'm in. I've been in this space for, for about five years now, and uh, so far, so good. That's awesome. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times people think, you know, you're doing this, but I'm curious to hear what got you to do this? Why, why did you do this today? What, what triggered you to start this business? Well, I, the, the business I originally started when I quit my, my regular job was a little bit different. Uh, I quit my regular job because commuting, frankly, my, the office I was working at relocated and the commute for me would have been too long and I, I wasn't prepared to do that. Uh, so I thought <clears throat> that was a, a good time for me to embark on my own thing, which I always knew uh, I wanted to, to, to try and do. Originally, I started actually a nonprofit marketing training kind of uh, platform and then was trying to get that underway. Uh, didn't, didn't manage to do that too successfully, but had a lot of friends and contacts in the launch space with crowdfunding platforms, you know, like Indiegogo and Kickstarter. And so they introduced me to that space. And, and at the time, uh, there was a lot of opportunity for, for marketers to come in and really help companies make the most of that, their launch potential. And so I found a nice fit there, uh, found a nice niche and, and, and saw success. And so put the, put the nonprofit marketing stuff to the side for the moment and, uh, and focused all in on, on this kind of launch, launch formula. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, would you tell the audiences what was your background before? What did you do? Yeah, I've always been in marketing. And uh, prior to starting my business, I was in nonprofit marketing uh, event. I was actually marketing events. And prior to that, I was launching new websites. So I've always been involved in marketing. And I've, I've always been involved in launching things. I just didn't really connect the dots as to that experience and how it all came together until I started this company and saw an opportunity to, to position ourselves as launch support. Thank you so much. And, you know, I, I know it's never easy to start businesses. So, you know, as you go through your journey, I'm sure you've had ups and downs and sometimes mm -hmm. ups and downs to some moments, sometimes different moments. Would you mind sharing with the audiences with us today? Well, maybe one of your downs where you felt the world is ending. What am I doing? You know, I need to go get a better job or whatever went through your head. I don't know what went through your head. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it, it obviously it happens more than once the, the 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 first time i really felt terrible uh, and and you know whether this was a decision that was the right one was when we had our first unsuccessful launch with a client so when you know i launched this non-profit thing and it didn't work out 
that didn't bother me as much as when we were responsible for someone else's launch. And when we were responsible for someone else's launch, we had a lot of success, but then there was a project that didn't succeed in the way we expected. And uh, I mean, that was just my first experience of real failure and responsibility to someone else. And uh, obviously the client was, was very disappointed and we were very disappointed. And that was a, a really tough one. Over time, you have to learn to um, minimize those failures, but also understand, you know, more objectively and not get too drawn into that particular moment in time, because there, there are many things that can cause those kind of failures and many things we can try and do to solve those in the future. So, so at the time, it was my first time I'd experienced that kind of failure and it was horrible. I felt terrible and uh, really questioned am I the right person to be doing this kind of thing? Can I, can I handle this? But uh, stuck with it. And, you know, we have lots of successes, of course, as well. Uh, but over time, I think the biggest thing I've learned is that there are always peaks and there are always valleys. So even if you're in a valley, as long as you can remember, there's going to be a peak coming up soon, you're going to be okay. But it can take a few peaks and valleys to, to know that that's kind of the pattern you, you can expect. What a great insight. I agree. I think uh, it's never ending journey. It's just a journey. Mm -hmm. uh, well, clearly there are lots that we could unfold there, um, but let's take a short break and I have a few more questions if you don't mind. So we'll be right back after these short messages. All right. Welcome back. So, well, uh, these peaks and valleys, I'm sure there are also some wonderful peaks that you went through and you're going to go through, or maybe you could share with us one of your past moments where you felt the world is under control. You got this and life is good. I think uh, something I started very early on in the business was annual trips for the team members, because we, I always planned for it to be a remote business. And so even the first couple of folks that I started working together with, they weren't based in the same city as me. And so we were working through Skype, through computer for maybe a year. And uh, I decided to do a trip to bring us all together. And we went to Miami and uh, I've done that every year since, except we missed one year because of COVID. But I think those trips and that the first trip in particular was for me a feeling of, of success and uh, a real high because Number one, it was really nice to be able to meet and connect with the people that I was working with so frequently. But number two, it felt like it really felt like a togetherness that you don't tend to get uh, through online. And also the fact that the business was in a place where we could afford to fly team members out internationally, in some cases, to, to come to the US and come to Florida uh, felt very good. You know, it felt we must be doing something right and to have everyone together under the same roof and be able to do these, these trips and these opportunities to come together, just to me says that that's kind of what I set out to do. You know, I set out to be able to be successful and to make money, but not to make money for the sake of making money, but to make money for the sake of lifting other people up and, and bringing us together and helping us be more productive and, and happier. And, uh, and doing, you know, doing little trips to, to Miami or we've done Austin or we've done upstate New York in Woodstock. They all just just little moments of, um, of, of, of contentness or, or positivity for you and the team. And, and, you know, that obviously means there's good cash flow and the business is strong. So for me, 
those team trips are, are really high moments. Thank you so much for sharing that, Will. I mean, a lot of times, you know, people look at success in different ways, and it's so important from my perspective to share that you should define success. Don't let someone else tell you what success is. And you seem to define it by, hey, if I could do take my team on a trip, that's success. That's awesome for me. And mm -hmm. I think that's very powerful. And thank you so much for sharing that with, uh, with, with the listeners here today. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, we've been doing this for five years, but you've been in the field for a while. Looking mm -hmm. back at, you know, at Russ and well, when, uh, when, when you first started doing this, mm -hmm. looking at some of the entrepreneurs that may be thinking of starting a business today, I know it's hard because you're, you're, Attention to details are different. The wording means different things for you today. All these things are different. But what would you tell someone that's getting started? What would you tell well five years ago today, now that you know what you know today? Great question. I would tell Will two things. The, the first thing would be for Will, <laughs> uh, more specifically to Will. And that's what we just spoke about, Faris. You know, it's going to be okay. There's, you know, there's going to be times that are bad, but the, the, the arc of success is upwards. It's good. And, uh, and through the times that are tough, there will be a good side coming out of that. And those tough times, in my experience at least, tend to get fewer and further in between as time goes on. So that's what I would tell Will specifically. Uh, I guess what I would tell more generally advice to people starting businesses is please, please, do the, the, the validation and preparation to know that the business you want to launch, the idea you want to bring to the world is one that will be received well. You know, we work in the launch space, so we speak to a lot of people launching products. And uh, the number of people who, who have this passion and this fire to, to, to bring something to the world, but haven't really done that much work or research or planning on is this something the world wants um, at a price point that would make this business a viable business for me? And so they invest a lot in building lovely websites and creating great videos. And then not so much in actually, are these customers gonna buy this product? And validating that before they invest too much. So I think that's always a big piece of advice is please, you might be you know, full of passion and full of fire to pursue something, but make sure you, you cross those T's and dot those I's and, and, and are, before you invest and embark too much to make sure that you get put yourself on the right trajectory and don't um, don't suffer too many of those of those uh, valleys. Thank you so much. Well, yeah, it's really uh, just thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. Uh, well, we can keep here all day. I know that, uh, but I know that you have uh, all kinds of things to do <laughs> and to be doing. I want to say thank you for being with us and thank you for sharing your insights. Uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. My name is Ferris Alami. I'm the host, Finjen Show. Thanks for joining. Mm -hmm.